Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to KBN Live once again. Coming a few minutes behind, which means we're right on time. Uh, as usual. Uh, I'm Jeff Malott. We've got my partner Ryan Lambert up there. We are your host. And we are excited to welcome the man, the national champ, Matt Conant. I got that name right, didn't I, Matt? You got that right. Yes, sir. Input champ. The champ. You got some uh, animals champ. hanging out there behind him. We might talk about that in a little bit, too. I don't know. Yes, uh, yeah, th- this all went down in, in Ryan's, really Ryan's backyard. So, you hey, know, get out of here. Ryan, why don't you uh, lead off the combo and kind of pick his brain about how you figured out that water coming from way up north? <laughs> so, Matt, how did you pick apart that water coming from <laughs> north? <laughs> no, seriously, like, did, did you do a lot of map study? Did you watch some previous videos of tournaments? Like, how, how did you narrow down? you know, kind of what you thought the big fish were going to be holding on. I mean, I kind of, I mean, yeah, I watched some videos, did a little bit of map studying, but I mean, I figured it was going to be a shallow water thing, primarily thinking I was going to come down there and just throw the frog and punch some mats, but I kind of derailed right off the rip the first day, so. Guntersville's tricky. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, I knew I had some waters I wanted to fish, but pretty much just ran around, picked a couple the, of the spots. Picture, the picture, the big fish that you were holding in your picture, is that was that one of the ones you caught in the tournament? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That was in I a lot of pads, right? didn't have any big right? fish up until the tournament days. <laughs> well, it's good that you saved them for the tournament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like a, like a true I, mean, I seemed to like. catch fish everywhere I went, really. I just had to cover a lot of water, so I just happened to run into a couple of spots where it was kind of close to a ramp, and one spot I caught a couple of fish, three three fish one morning. I think it was the second day of pre-fishing. And uh, I just happened to pass by that spot again on the way back around lunchtime, and I'm like, shit, I'll take a ride over there see if i can see if that spot reloads because it's kind of like a little isolated spot i couldn't figure out why they were there they weren't on the 300 yards of bank ahead of it that was the same structure but they were holding in this one spot i just happened to cast in there and i got two more fish and then at the end of the day i i ran by that same spot and i got another two fish off that spot so that was like i think there's a second day of practice so it kind of hooked me on that area and then I just started poking around and figured it out from there. Were you kind finesse like fishing? Were you throwing like a light bait, or were you? Uh, were well, you power I was kind fishing? of covering a lot of water with a square bill KVD one okay. five, running up and down the weed lines. And I, I seemed like I don't know. I was just keeping it on track and running that shoreline. I'd pick one up here, pick one up there, and then I was consistent with getting fish. So I went back to the same waters and just kind of slowly dialed it in day to day and found a couple of spots that were holding fish but what did your biggest fish come on weren't getting the fish there at the ramp i was talking to guys at the end of the day and they're like no two maybe three fish and wasn't up until the two days before the um the tourney started i got consistent limits those two days a decent limits 80 85 yeah but i mean my just really covered a lot of water I had two spots where I wanted to key in on that. I thought that people wouldn't really be as piled up in the, you know, the famous spots down there. So 
kind of like to try to find a little water on my own, get away from people. So, I mean, that's pretty much what I did. I just covered up a real lot of water in practice for so a few you, days. Did you go back to the same spot? Did you go back to the same spot three days in a row and just run those same banks, or did you move a lot? Well, I mean, yeah, I kind of went back to the same spots. I kind of I got fish here, and then I'd fish around the area a little bit more. I'd pick up, too, and then so I was picking them up in just little isolated areas. But I was kind of fishing it fast at the same time, not really staying there and beating it up. So and then I had a couple of times during practice where they came up schooling. So I knew there was a bunch of fish in the area. Did you ramp up on tournament day or did you, you pretty much just stay locked in where you thought they were going to be? I stayed locked in. Uh, I saw a lot of bass boats kind of spot checking this one spot in the area I was in too. So. I went over there, figured out what them guys were hitting, so I knew that was, that was another good spot where I could pick up some fish, and I caught them there each day, too, so that wasn't far from that first reload spot that I found, so kind of attracted me there. The last two, three days of pre-fishing, I just kind of explored a little bit, reached out, checked a couple other ramps for backup, but... I knew what I found. I was kind of locked in on from what other what people were saying. What was your biggest bass out of the whole tournament? Uh, 22 and a quarter. I had a 22 the second day, 22 and a quarter the third day, and a 21 and a half. Actually, no, 21 and a half was the second day. 22 was the first day. What were you catching the big ones on? What was your biggest bite, the, the 22 and a quarter? Uh, that was on a chatterbait. Makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> those have been known to win a little bit of money here and there. Yeah. <laughs> and and I caught that fish probably thirty yards from where I got the the twenty two on the second day. Uh, was your bite consistent all day long, or was it sporadic? No, uh, it was it was an early morning bite. I was throwing a walking bait. Yeah, uh, Lucky Craft Sammy. I seen that I was throwing a pop or two, but I was getting bigger bites on that Sammy, so I just stuck with that for the first, probably till about 9.30, then it'd die off. And then uh, my bite didn't pick back up until about noontime, 12.30, and then it was pretty much just running around with the chatterbait the rest of the day. Gotcha. Last two hours. Were you throwing That's the good chatterbait? Plan. The hammer? What? Were you throwing the yeah, jackhammer? Yeah, jackhammer, yep. Okay. There's no reason to throw anything else. I don't even know. People run out and buy all these cricket midgets or whatever the hell they are and, and try to do this stuff. Man, just, just spend the money and buy the jackhammer and win $35,000. I mean, it's going to pay off. You can spend 17 18 bucks on a chatterbait. You're going to be fine. Right. But you got confidence in. So. It catches fish. I mean, it, it does. It catches fish. I, that's, all sizes. That's state championship two weeks ago me and brad golden set up there and beat the brakes off of them with a chatterbait yeah. jordan marshall congrats to jordan marshall and eric thomason they were up on the toc waters fishing the uh fishing for soldiers tournament they finished one and two bang bang same same little deal oh, go yeah. get you some chatterbaits it's worth it every penny i found one that sort of compares ryan uh a guy here no, local a guy here local actually makes them but he got a cease and desist order from Z-Man to stop making. 
That's that's what I was gonna say. All the ones that compare, you get a letter in the mail. Yeah, he got a letter. He got a letter in the mail. By the way, if y'all need any Yak Addicts Bull Red shirts, you're gonna have to contact me directly because they can't be on the website anymore. Oh really? Okay. Hey, hey, speaking yeah. of shirts, one of the Allen brothers, I think it was John, chimed in and asked where you can get a hoodie like the one you got on there, Ryan. You just have to You're go welcome. to yeah, com slash shop. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Jeff will hook you up. Jeff will send you some stickers. Uh, we got uh, G-strings, whatever you're looking for. Yeah, G-strings. They're cold, they're cold, a little <laughs> cold up there for you. For, but we, we might get you, you one anyway. Yeah, we're out of the G-string season, man, up this way. <laughs> yeah, it's too cold for that. We'll catch you about, what, uh, April, May? Yeah. How does it get May, warm up there? June. June? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Hey, John. Oh, John. We fish up here all winter. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are men and men up there, and tough women. J- John had a comment. He said, "This dude's a realist." He said, "How was your tournament? Good. Covered water all day. Threw a jackhammer. Simple. I like it. Gets it done." Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can't you can't argue with it. Heck no, it works. Works everywhere. Hey, I wanted to ask you about. You know, I've never fished up where you're at, uh, Matt, in the in the Northeast, but I see pictures all the time, and it looks like. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. That some of that water up there with the vegetation in the water and stuff kind of sets up or compares to Gunnersville. Did that help? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we, we fish the same, like the hydrilla. We had not much of that eel grass, but a lot of hydrilla. The only difference is the water clarity. Up home, it's, it's clear. Like yesterday, I was fishing 10 feet of water, and you can see, um, you can see bass swimming off. So hmm. that's the only difference. I knew I was coming down to Gunnersville. I was just going to fish like I'm fishing back home. For What's the, the furthest down you'd ever fished before? What's that? What's the furthest south you'd ever fished before? Um, Florida. Yeah, last oh, January shit. Well, for the that's, 10 Ventational. That's pretty far south then. Yeah. How did you qualify? What tournament qualified you for the national championship? Uh, that was the um, Veterans Day Classic back back last November. Gotcha. Okay. I got that, and I ended up winning that. It was some. That was for the Northeast region. Gotcha. So that, okay. That got me into the the NC and the Tempentational in that one time. Was that on? Was that online or a live? Yeah, event? online. Yep. Online. Damn. Yeah. Online dude come in and just wiped out the NC. That's that's impressive. Yeah, it was, it was fun, man. It was a good time. I, I didn't think it was going to turn out like that. We were sweating the first few days of practice, and we're lucky to get three, four fish. Gunnersville's a different animal, on. though. I mean, y'all, y'all, honestly, y'all fished at a really tough time. I don't know if you watched the Bassmaster stuff, but they oh, yeah. were on Chickamauga, two lakes up. And, I mean, this the fall transition is, is always a really tough time. So, you know, when I saw you and Jackson putting up those, you know, low 90s limits, like that's – that's hammering down that time of year. I mean, there's a few places on the lake that'll hold fish like that that time of year. That was really, I mean, that was really good. Yeah, I mean, I I, I might have fished. Uh, be honest with you, probably hundred, two hundred acres max of an area for three days straight. Really? Yeah. Keep that's down. pretty solid. What what yeah, was your setup, man? We've had a few guys on lately that won some giant tournaments paddling. Are you paddling, pedaling, motoring, all three? No, I, I got the, the Motor Guide XI three on the on the bow of the uh, new canoe pursuit. Mm. All right. Yeah. I remember Everett posting something. He said he tried to get you on the new canoe team, 
previously, and you told him to kick rocks, and then you went out and won the <laughs> yeah. national championship. Yeah. 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 He said, I don't need a jersey. I got this. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm, that's awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to represent New Canoe, man. No, that's awesome. That's that, Just anytime from what I know, there are already like dudes over there. If you already had one, you know you're you know you're real. You didn't just jump on the track. Yeah, I mean, fact, my, so my boy cool. Derek, he he had one all fucked up before me, so he had the whole setup dialed. Yeah. Are you fishing the any of the BASS stuff, the bass stuff? No, I haven't done any of that stuff. I just been focusing on KBF. I mean, I got to juggle work and everything else like that. I got you. I'm fortunate enough to get the time off that I do just to do. KBF so John stuff. Allen, uh, John John's a a big uh six foot four shit talker from texas he offered to take you to tight ends anytime you come to texas to fish tight ends is like do you have you got twin peaks up there right you've been to twin peaks haven't you no restaurant hooters Hooters. Hooters. yeah 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 so this is like hooters except for the bottom like from the from the bottom (laughs) for the bottom end john will take you there and john might even pay half your tab if you really? uh, if you Texas, want to go to Texas, to Texas it's worth it. You, you got to be careful down in Texas. Yeah, you do. It's yeah, worth. Do. I I went I went and met John at tight ends. We had a lovely dinner with Duke Tran and Matt Scotch. I took Matt Scotch back to my hotel with me. Ooh, I'll say that, and I'll do leave tell. it there. <laughs> do tell. Yeah, he burnt I, I forty thousand dollars. He, he burnt that. forty thousand of my Hilton points to put his little ass in the hotel room. <laughs> he could have just slept in my bathtub or something. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, offense, guys. Katie's already got the link to that place. She's always on point. Katie, Katie, Katie. I swear. Yes, yes, completely yeah. worth it. Katie, Katie, better be there next time I'm in town. Yeah, I'm gonna say when when. When we get to the classic, I better see all the Texas people. Hey, Everyone. last time I was in Dallas, uh, we were down there for my wife's work. Actually, we had a blast with Katie, Duke, I know. Pendergraph, all of them. We had a good time. I yeah. saw, I saw the pics. Christopher Calori said KBN just went off the air. Get out of here, here, Chris. Chris I, I, don't make me tell him about the conversation we had earlier tonight. <laughs> Chris, hey, uh, back on the fishing, Matt. Um, <laughs> Talking about fishing that little two three hundred yard stretch, we had, we had a we had a lively post on the KBN group this week about people being crowded and covering up each other's water. Do you have any issues with that? Did you get pressured at all, or have any problems with people cutting you off or crowding you? No, man, I, I got I actually got a lot of respect. I, uh, I had one guy on day one. I I took a ride around ten o'clock when it died off. I went to check a couple other spots. Started getting a little nervous. Day one jitters, and then uh, I'm like, dude, you got to get back over there. So I got it took me about two hours, and I'm back over there, and I noticed some guy in there fishing at the end of the day. I caught a couple of fish and kind of kept it down so he didn't see me. And then uh, the next morning, <laughs> same guy's at the ramp. He comes over to me, and he's like, you know, is that you over there yesterday at the end of the day? So I explained to him, like, I'm like, yeah, dude. You know, I'm I'm kind of battling for the lead right now, and the guy was like, "Oh man, no problem." He's like, "Where you saw me, I will not move." He that dude went into where I was fishing, and stayed in this hundred yard stretch and never moved all day. That's day awesome. Two, all day, mad respect. I went over there at noontime when the bite was down and talking to him, and he says he wasn't getting much, and then dude just stayed there and didn't give me any time, any problems. 
What was his name? Big was respect. Name he saw where I was fishing. He stayed away. And then I Who had was another it? local guy come in and fish by. And then he came back a couple hours later and was talking to him and told him what was going on. He's like, dude, I'm out of here. I'm out of your way. That's All awesome. set. Nice job, dude. So, who who was I mean, the guy was that really, stayed in the spot? It was really a, like an isolated bite where I was and what I found. So guys around weren't catching much. But so the local guy, he was surprised when I told him where I was and what I had for fish. And so he, he was mad cool. He, he pedaled off and gave me the, the grounds back. That's fantastic. So, Get it? You, you want to name drop him? Who that, who that guy was or no? Mike Mike Cabe was the was the one guy. I don't know what the local dude was. He uh, said okay. he lived about an hour away. Shout out to him Mike. and his buddy. They fished the area heavy, and so he had been there for two days and hadn't got a limit each day. So he was kind of surprised when when I told him I was up there at the lead battling for the good lead. job, Mike. That's right. Good job. That's what we want to see, man. We don't want to see people, you know, bullying each other and arguing out there. That's what we want to see. Yeah, no, man. I mean, a, a lot of it's respect. Like, uh, yeah. if you tell somebody what you're on and what you're trying to do, and, and, and I mean, I, I fished Gunnersville and Chickamauga quite a bit, and we had big bass boat tournaments on there, and, and we were fishing a local, our local kayak club on Chickamauga, and they were having the Big Bass Splash, which the Big Bass Splash pays out, like, you know, huge money for for the biggest bass of the weekend, but it pays out pretty good money for hourly big bass, I cracked off like a seven and a half pounder in front of these dudes fishing the big bass splash and they completely pulled off the water, but you know, just nice cleared out. And I think if you find anglers like that, if you've ever worked for anything, if you've ever been out there, you know, pushing all day, trying to accomplish something, if somebody else rolls in on your stuff and you let them know, that kind of tells you what kind of person it is. Are they going to sit there and are they going to try to like, you know, pick off your fish right. or are they going to give you space and let you accomplish something that, that you figured out that they didn't know in the beginning. That's, <laughs> I think that's kind of the difference between a, a, you know, regular, regular angler and a, and a great angler. And, and you can be on either side of that. Oh yeah. You know, so the, yep. so the great angler can be the guy catching the fish or the great angler can be the guy that says, Hey, he's out here waxing them. Today's not my day. Let me not mess this up for him. You know, it, 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 everybody, everybody kind of stumbles into luck every now and then. And when you do, you don't need anybody, <laughs> you don't need anybody messing it up. I think one we way or the other. The, I think we learned those guys are called PKAs. You know what that? Isn't that right? Get out of here. So right. PKA apparently is <laughs> professional kayak angler. That's a new acronym that, that we had bestowed upon us uh, last week. I didn't know there were any professional kayak anglers, like professional kayak anglers. Right. But apparently, we we've got some we got some folks out there that are that are designated PKAs. Congrats to congrats to Eric Siddiqui for being the first PKA. I named. like it. Yeah, named. Yeah, called out PKA. Good job, PKA man. Yeah, man. PKA for life. That ought to be a KFL team or something. The PKAs. Yeah, they got one. I think it's a Tennessee team. That's what right. I heard. I don't, I heard I don't that know. There's so much going on, man. 2020 is wild. I don't know what's going on anymore. It is. It's real <laughs> wild. <laughs> hey, uh, Matt, break down what exactly – because you didn't just win the NC. You won multiple things over the, that weekend. I saw a bunch of bunch of manhole covers. He won covers every and, damn thing. Yeah, you had, like, hubcaps for days all in your hands. I didn't know what was going on. Okay. 
<laughs> so break down exactly oh, what all your titles were, because that was pretty awesome. Me and Ryan each got one of those. We're not hating. I got a hug, yeah. the, the Trail Series, the Challenge Series, Challenge Series, AOI, and uh, Rookie of the Year. Good. God. So you got four. Five. Yeah, five five titles, yeah. You got four wheels and a spare off that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got all wheels okay. covered. For that's, sure. that's domination, son. That's awesome. That No, that's, that's dirty, man. I know. And I talked to Jackson back and forth the whole time. You know, like he's 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 fishing this tournament, and Jack. I don't know if you know Jackson very well, but Jackson is young angler, full of hustle, full of drive. You know, like overthinking everything, <laughs> like you know, trying you know trying to keep him focused and motivated and whatnot. And you're just sitting out here continuously <laughs> catching big fish, and he's like, I don't know, I don't know if I need to. Do I, you know, do I need to be pulling off the fish? Do I need to be hammering on them? Like, I, I don't know, you know, trying to manage a bite. How did, how did you manage your bite? I know you said you, you had a hot morning bite. Did you, did you lean on those fish hard all day? Did you take a two hour break and, and, you know, let the area rest? You said you were fishing a relatively small area or did you just keep, keep casting all day long? No, I, I pulled off and I just went and fished less productive area where I could just cover a lot of ground still and pick up a straggler, 15, 16, 17. You know, most of the, I'd have a good one in the morning, but the third morning I, I missed like a four-pounder first cast came up completely out of the water, missed my bait. They, they, were, they were just missing my bait in the morning bite, so that last morning I only had two fish, so... I just, like I said, I'd just go out and I'd hit the less productive areas of the area that it was in, and then I'd come back to the good spots when I knew the bite was going to start turning on. I just didn't want to pound it too bad, but when I caught one of those big ones, I, I set the hook and it shot off to the left, and then another wake shot off to the right, so that was that was on, uh, that was the first morning, that's when I knew, like, all right, it's... This is where the big ones are. This is where they're hanging. And then they pulled that foot of water out of the out. So I think that kind of brought in that tore a lot of the mat that was just upside of me where I was fishing. Ripped that out of there. And I think that just forced a lot of the bait fish that was holding in there to come out into the open water in those hydrilla edges. You know, a, a lot of the Tennessee River chain is, is completely current dependent. So y'all hit it actually fairly well as far as moving water because they had floodgates open at both ends of the lake so there was current that was moving the whole time if you come down and, and fish it in the the late spring early summer they'll have both gate you know both gates closed pulling no current on on the weekends because you know pleasure boaters or whatever right. and it will turn off the whole lake if you're fishing main lake stuff it will completely kill the bite so it was tough fishing, and and you you did great. I mean, honestly, the top the top five had really good limits. Period. But that that lake is so subjective to current. Any of the TBA river chain is so subjective to current. I mean, that was a really surprising limit to see that time of year. And you see the BASS on Chick right now. Yeah, you know yeah, they they struggled hard. They struggled and when so Swindell hard. Swindell doesn't because, put up uh, limits, and he lives down there, right? I mean. It says a lot, yep. like, it changed with that full moon slowly going away, too. Each day, it just seemed like once you got over that hump, it just slowly picked up each day, each day. 
and then just that last day once the tournament started it was just time to put the hooks in and just put the head down and pound that place you got it man you did it i, I want to follow up on something ryan said about jackson um and this is no no knock on you, Max. You seem like an awesome guy. But Jackson is kind of a well-known young angler, uh, you know, good friend of Ryan's and a lot of other people in the in the in the in the nation. So the momentum was real. A lot of people were pulling for that kid. Were you even aware of that, or did you just keep that out of your mind and keep rolling with what you were doing? I mean, I knew he was the the seventeen-year-old Vino. I mean, yeah. I mean, who doesn't know Jackson at all? <laughs> You know, I fished his, his charity event there that he had a few months back over the summer, yep. that month-long one. And so, you know, I, I've been reading about him. I've heard Derek talking about him in the past. So, I mean, I knew he was a hammer. And he came out and put the business down the first day with that 92-something inches. So, yep. I was hey, just you, hoping... you stayed after him, though. You And that's... You know, what makes you good is, isn't coming in and winning every tournament. It's it's when you come in and you're out front and you get knocked back down because I guarantee you every national championship, tournament of champions, whatever, he's going to fish 10 times harder because of this. I mean, it's the lessons that you learn along the way. And, I mean, you're, you know, you're old enough to know, like, life ain't a cakewalk. You're going <laughs> oh, yeah. to get pushed down more than, more than you get picked up for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, you, you lose a lot more in fishing than you win. Definitely. I mean, guys are just happy in the pro levels to, to cash checks, you know what I mean? They, they ain't talking about first, second. Every three they're or four years. Cash if they check. cash a check every three or four years, they're yeah. happy. I mean, it, it's not. I mean, I'm, I'm on that plan that, right that's, now, right? Well, you are, and I'm proud of you for sticking with it, Jeff. I'm glad you hadn't quit. But <laughs> it, seriously, as we talk about, you know, what, what we're looking at and what we're trying to move toward, you know, maintaining relationships, promotion, sponsorships, marketing, that part is as big as, as your fishing. Honestly, it's probably bigger. If you are ever trying to be a professional in the industry, your your relatability to, you know, people watching your audience, that's going to weigh way more than your performance on the water. Because if you look at your favorite anglers, Mike Iaconelli, for instance, like, you know, Mike may not go out and hammer out, you know, 10 or 12 big tournaments in a three-year span, but he's entertaining. And, and he, you know, he keeps people's eyes on him. He's captivating. Yeah. That's the part that when we talk about moving our little sport into the, into the big leagues, that's what it's going to be. And, and I think that, you know, you got to keep all that in mind. And, and, and Jackson's a great example you know, super great guy, does a lot to get back to the community, straight-laced dude. We have several guys like that. Cody Milton, for instance, Jody Queen, uh, Kurt Smith. It's like they're, they're people that you you keep an eye on, not necessarily because of their success, but because of what they're doing and, and kind of what they're, what they're giving back as far as offer Russ Snyder's. I mean, Russ knows – Russ knows exactly what he's doing on about every body of water in the country. I don't know too many people that wouldn't want to learn – uh, you no. know, from a guy like that that's that consistent. John Allen, that's why he's relevant, he says, because he's captivating. Who's John Allen? I don't know. <laughs> Is that Clifton's little brother? I don't know which one's the little or the big. Are they twins? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> By hell, I don't know what they are. As long as they're not in jail, I'm pretty happy, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. 
<laughs> so when did you start kayak fishing? Give us give us some Last background. Last November. Shit. What? Now I am gonna quit, Ryan. <laughs> you are kidding. No, nope, I got my first kayak last November to fish that Veterans Day Classic because my buddy Derek was going to the tent. This ain't real. You, it's, it's real, dude. Had you bass fish before? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been bass fishing my whole life. Okay, that's okay. Then. Okay. But, but not that, on I a tournament better, level. Man. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been fishing around the pond since I was eight, going down around and getting the, in the river and canoe, you know what I mean? <laughs> So I went to Guntersville, won the national championship. Hell, yeah, not no a bad deal. first year. Yeah, Congrats. No <laughs> you know, I, I've been fishing, fishing these big waters. This is this is awesome. You know, what I mean, back here where I normally fish, it's you're not getting on school fish. I was catching largemouth bass like I catch stripers up here, one after the other for an hour, <laughs> one after the other for an hour with my buddy ten yards from me doing the same thing, just. Uh. Just killing it, dude. Catching anything from 15 to 21. This was one day in practice. I mean, we don't we don't get to experience that stuff up here. So, but you you're an outdoorsman. These clearly. big lakes, and you can fish schools of fish. Like we find fish, you might find two or three. Come down here, you find 25 or 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a different world, and I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring out these bigger bodies of water. And like I was told before I came down to Gunnersville, it's, it's a big place, but a fish is small. And it, it proved that to me. That's the truth. The That's the truth. You you can pretty much, you can list about eight spots on Gunnersville, and every tournament will be won in one of those eight spots any yeah. time of the year. I mean, that's how that lake fishes. It, and it always does, unfortunately. I was told to concentrate on in, in two areas, and and that's what I did. I went, and picked those two spots, and I just put the time in until I found the fish. Hey, we had a question a while back in the comment thread. Thank you, Katie, for reminding me of it. Uh, somebody asked about your electronic setup. If you want to comment, I got a Lawrence Elite Ti, twelve inch. Okay, it's a few years old, probably like three years old. That's I a lot of inches. Combo. Did that did that play in anything, or were you fishing shallow the whole time? I mean, I was fishing four to six feet, so it really didn't. I was just using my GPS more than anything. I got you. Got you. Fishing like Ryan. I don't yeah. even put my I don't <laughs> even put my fish finder on because I ain't <laughs> trying to play with nobody. I don't even I don't waste the battery, man. That Dakota lithium stays charged up all the time because I ain't touching it. Steve-O yeah. says he's selling all his crap and starting over. Steve-O, boy, you cleaned it out on Gunnersville last fall. That's how, that's how you got to the TOC. Don't lie to anybody. We remember that. So uh, Ryan asked earlier about the, you know, I think you mentioned something about the new canoe team and kind of made a little joke about that. But, you know, you did win the NC just now. So has any doors opened? Any sponsors knocking after that big win? Yeah, I mean, well, I say I'm, I'm hooked up with Team New. Okay. Um, I got a couple of little things going on, so I mean nothing serious. I've never really thought about it on this this level, as far as you know. I wanted to come down and compete in KBF this year and see how I matched up against these big dogs. I was intrigued when I went to the the Ten Ventational and I seen how big that was and a buddy of mine in the house and just the hype and everything. So I just wanted to see how I paired up against these dudes. I Gotcha. I had some good tournaments. I had some bad tournaments throughout the season. I think I had a couple of fourths and a sixth for my 
from my top three that I used for the AOI points. So I had a bad super trail. And then coming down to Gunnersville, I was really just looking to try to get back into the fight for the um, ROI. And then gotcha. just everything else just kind of fell into place. Uh, have you thought about fishing any other trails? Or are you are you pretty much well, I mean, all in on the KBF stuff? I mean, I, I, I like to fish and I like to compete just as much as I like to fish. So I would, I would be down with fishing whatever I could. But I also got to balance my work and everything like that. I'm, I'm yep. a framer and I work for a guy for the last 12 years. So I'm kind of committed at the same time. You know what I mean? So I'm just lucky enough that he gives me the time off that I get. I usually get a few weeks paid off, and I've been off probably double that this year. So well, you bring home thirty thirty five grand, you're probably gonna be be okay with missing a couple weeks of work. Yeah, yeah. Lean on him, man. Say hey. That's just how I am. It's in my own head. If I'm missing work, I'm I'm kind of stuck to myself, even though it ain't my stuff. You know. I, I can't count on one hand how many days of work I missed in the last. 10 years if i i don't care i mean unless i'm dead i'm at work there's not right. you get yep. a job for a reason that there's no excuse for not showing up you know I'm just oh, saying, yeah. though, you get to you get the street cred now you can drop that hey i'm a national champion man let me on <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. kiss my belt back on. They're, they're harassing me oh <laughs> uh, how what was the final what was the final tally how much did you end up taking home from all your all your hubcaps uh, just over sixty k. Whoa! Thanks. Yeah. Did it all come in big checks or actual small you're checks? You take an extra off. You gonna go pro all the way? You are a PKA now. PKA. PKA, <laughs> son. Write it uh, down. We'll get you. A you and Mike shirt. Elsie, uh, Russ Snyder's, and Jody Queen. Y'all hitting the trail. Hey, like I said, man. It, you know if it. it when it's all going to come together, dude, I was just fortunate enough that it all came together at that moment. You know, we all have our days, so. You don't ever know when it is. Timing, either. timing but is the, the key thing, dude, timing. You, you so. got to be out there. You you will never go out and smash them if you're sitting on the couch. That's right. So you may take you may take 20 whoopings, but when you get that one, it feels good. Oh, yeah, no doubt. That's a, that's no a doubt. good I've check right there. I've been blessed with the timing. You see, that's uh, a good check. You see Steve-O's uh, work advice there? <laughs> Kiss my hubcap, have an ass. I'm off. <laughs> oh, Steve-O. Uh, <laughs> Chris Calori said you could buy Apex. Now you got you got enough money to buy Apex. You'll be carbon fibered out in no time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, you know it. You'll be that. on, you'll be on that, that team in about 15 minutes. Sit down. No, that's awesome, man. You, any big plans with that money? You got something you gonna you gonna you gonna spend it on? Yeah, you just gonna, it's going right in the bank, dude. Right in the bank. That's where it's going, right in the bank. All right, that's smart. Fly I'm south for the winter, so. it, dude. That that might go a long way. Yeah, I bet it will. That's you know no, I mean? that's <laughs> ain't nobody laughing at sixty k. I don't know anybody that would turn that down. Period. No, that's awesome. Nope. Congrats. Uh, anybody else out there with any more questions? We got uh, Chris Calori, Calorie, however you want to say his name said uh how was the controversy at the awards ceremony are you oh, aware man. of that or do you know what went on there uh Matt? he wasn't because he won i mean you were in first <laughs> stayed in first never anyway. got out of first so it didn't even matter yeah that didn't matter to me dude i, I look beyond that stuff, you know what i mean it happens Ugh. it is what it is 
I feel you. If you if you were sitting in like first and went to tenth or something, I guess you'd be upset. But using first, like whatever, I'm in first. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a question mark. First pretty much stays first, no matter which way you cut the pie. If you catch all the big fish, then you you're still in first. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't finish in first one of the days. Just everybody was just they put together two days, and then one day they'd flounder. I just stayed consistent. I actually went up a couple inches each day, so. I don't know. I was just fortunate enough to be able to get my good limit. I get that one kick of fish each day, and that was the key. Uh, That's what it does, man. That's good. John Allen's asking about the juice. He wants to know what what was the go to color of your chatterbait. Uh, what was it? The the Brett Height Delight. Ah. <clears throat> With those Yamamoto <clears throat> trailers that they gave us in our care pack at, when you to sign up for the KBF. And listen, hey, I'm gonna save you some time and some money. As your fishing career progresses here, the PKA, get you some razor shads. It's the same thing as the Zayco, but they last forever. You can throw one for like a month and a half. Yeah, I promise. If it doesn't uh, yeah, last a month and a half. That stuff comes off at the end of the day anyways. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've got rusty chatterbaits that's been on, on my reel for two months, three months now. Don't Don't listen to that. You're wasting money. I know you got sixty grand in the bank, <laughs> but you ain't got to just burn money. You can you can do this. Come on! Didn't you I hear me you. use the use the free ones in his care package? Yeah, I'm I use those saying. up. Come on, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I use what I'm given. You know, I didn't go to the store and buy new trailers or anything. I like Utilizing well, what I got for free. The man. You tweet tweet me tweet me when you need some some new trailers, and I'll send you some that don't pull off. All right, I, I got send me some, dude. Send me I some. Will. I'll take them. I will. I'll give them a Slide try. Slide in the DMs. Slide in the DMs. I'll send you some Z-Mans tomorrow. All right. I'll oh, take nice. any hints, dude. Any tricks. Anything you got. Uh, a last you take, for as, sure. As you can imagine, Katie's dropping links to all that stuff. Katie's dropped all of it. <laughs> we need to get some affiliate links to some tackle or something where she can be dropping them in there. Katie needs to get somebody pay her. Jeff, do you have any money? Side, side money? Uh, No. Can we, can we cut her in on, on this only sweatshirt that we sold that I'm yes. wearing? <laughs> Next sweatshirt. If John Allen right. buys a sweatshirt, I'll send Katie the proceeds. Yes. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Man. I like it. I like as, it. As everyone knows, Ryan and I do this just for the love of the game and for fun. Uh, no logos up on here. So that's all we Boy. all fish for, right? For the love of the game and for hey, the fun. I, I, if this I money thing, that's just the, that's just the next stuff. And I'd, I'd have that 60K in no time if I put the money I wasted on Facebook time Imagine. into a real job. Imagine. Yeah, so you should be out fishing right now. <laughs> I'm in Memphis, buddy. I ain't going fishing here. I'm He's good. Lucky. He's lucky to be alive. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I didn't get shot at the gas station. I'm feeling <laughs> feeling pretty good right now. Yeah. And you're in Massachusetts. What's the outdoor... What's the outdoor space like that? You know, I, I see you got some big deer hanging behind you. You got a wood stove in the corner. You you old northern redneck up there. So, what what's the outdoor world looking like up in the great northeast? Massachusetts, it's slim pickings. There's more houses going up than anything around here. Yeah. All these all these bucks I got on my wall, I can I've shot them within eyesight of somebody's house. Yeah. That you backyard hunting up here nowadays. I'm down in the southeast, down around I got Cape you. Cod. So I got you. Okay. 
They got this, some good, slowly picking some good it fishing in Cape Cod, though. You're talking oh, about yeah. striper fishing. Oh, yeah. striper fishing. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Slow you I'll this year, though. <clears throat> I'd take that. Yeah, my buddy uh, Aaron Lewis, he lives up in – well, he lived in, in Massachusetts. He's moving down moving down south now. He's trying to sell his house up there, if you know anybody. What's he doing that down. for? Uh, fishing, buddy. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he's got a he's got a place in Nashville that he lives in when he's recording, but uh, he's trying to find a place down closer to the lake. Uh, the tactical bassing guys uh, yeah. moved down to Chickamauga. He fishes with them a lot. Uh, he just bought a bought a brand new Skeeter today and uh, nice. hit up the Dayton boat dock to load up. Did on he take bait, you out? So. Yeah, yeah, we fished together quite a bit. Nice. Yeah, now he calls about twenty times every time he's on the water, trying to figure out where the fish are. Like somehow. I'll be 800 miles away, but I know exactly where those fish are. And if I don't, I'm an asshole. So that's, yeah, that's all me. Hey, everybody's moving down there. What the heck? Bass boats? Kayaks, yeah, we everybody. got, uh, we got, so Christine and Catherine Field, I saw they just made a post. They, they got a place on Watts Bar, which Watts Bar Lake, if you're not familiar with it, is supposed to be the next hammer factory on the on the tennessee river chain it's kind of overlooked it's the next lake above chickamauga but they introduced florida strain i want to say eight years ago eight eight or ten years ago and the largemouth are really picking up but they're catching like seven and a half eight pound smallmouth in tournaments like it's it's got a little bit of everything it's got magnum spotted bass i mean it's uh it's definitely the lake to keep an eye on i would not be shocked if you saw a big kayak tournament popping up on there in the next uh year or so nice now where's that in relation to the chain is that below above above chick above chick it's the next yeah lock lock through on the upper side of chick that's what's bar yeah i'm all that's where you can go get seven pounders on the regular come on come on down you can get seven pounders give it about you're about probably two weeks off three weeks off on chickamauga the lake's got to flip the the temperature is just now dropping down here, so it's just now getting down to the mid 40s at night. So, once the lake turns over, you'll start seeing a uh, a much more predictable fall pattern. It's going to be the nice. BASS. It's the last bass event of the season, and it's on Chickamauga, and it's prime time. If you don't have it on your schedule, pencil it in. It's your last chance that you can qualify uh, for the classic in Texas. So what's that November? Uh, yeah, November. Yep. Come on down. Might as well come on down and get a free pack of razor yeah, sets and win a tournament. Points for me, right? I got some waypoints. I, listen, I'm not the. I don't do the. the I, I'm not the secret. The secret guy. I get people sliding <laughs> in my DMs all the time asking where you know is this spot good? Is this spot good? You know, if you were going to this area, where would you fit? I'll tell you. I don't care. I want you to beat me on your best day when i'm on my best day if it if if the things don't line up that's okay that's fine it wasn't it wasn't my day to win it but i won't ever try to turn you off a fish i don't care if you're my worst enemy i'll tell you right now me and jordan marshall have fished within 10 15 yards of each other on multiple occasions and there's a good chance we're going to do it in about three weeks (laughs) and i want him to look me in the eye and i want to look him in the eye and i want one of us to beat the brakes off the other one <laughs> because whoever's day it is, it, somebody's gonna walk away with that TOC title. That's that's what I'm looking for. That's awesome. Nice. It's coming right up, man. That's just right around the corner. Crazy. Um, 
Schedules ought to start dropping soon. We got TOC coming. KBF just kind of sort of released their schedule the other day, unofficial. Um, we'll talk about all those when they all become official. But uh, I'm excited, I'm ready to see what happens. What What was on that KBF schedule? I didn't see it. What did you Did you take a look at it? You said uh, it. I know you said it was Northeast heavy. Yeah. Uh, did you see it, Matt? Have you seen that thing yet? 2021. I haven't seen it. No. So they scaled back, if I understand it right, to 10 weekends total. But but you know how this year they doubled up. Two two events yeah, again, back to back, not a two day event, two separate events, Saturday Sunday. Yeah. So it's ten weekends, two events, so twenty events, I guess total. But are they still doing the split stuff? Yeah. So it's yeah. it'll be two events separate, back to back days. Uh, but Connecticut's on there. Uh, let's see, there was South Carolina on there, I think, or North Carolina, one of the Carolinas, Lake Murray. Where's that at? Is that South Carolina? North Carolina. Anyone know? I don't know. It's on the I East Coast. Was, I don't know. I thought it was North Carolina. I don't yeah, know. I think St. Clair's on there. East West Harbor's on there. Clear Lake out in California was on there. The only thing, interestingly enough, the only thing west of the Mississippi River was the Cali tournament, and then there's a tournament in Texas with to be determined location. That's it. Nothing else. Central U.S. Okay. So okay. Uh, Central U.S. is wide open. And really, I don't think maybe there's one in Tennessee. Uh, nothing else anyway. It was kind of geographically different for sure from what it's been. It really, you know, it's really uh, coast heavy. You got you got to go where the where the consumer base is, though. Yeah. I mean, you know that uh, uh, you see it in BASS Hobie scheduling as well. It's not not just limited to KBF. You go where you know, kind of where that support platform is. And you know, I, I know we give we give, give KBF a hard time a lot, but. The platform that it's provided, you know, what it, what it just did, you know, for you. I mean, that's that's huge. That's 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 next level. There's there's not any tournament bigger than that, you know, numbers wise, period, in the country. Uh, so congrats to you. Congrats to KBF for putting it on. I know there were some road bumps, road bumps, speed bumps in the road on the way. But I, I think Steve-O made a great point, and I brought this up, but – what can you offer that's constructive moving forward? As a tournament organization, write down the numbers. Write down the daily totals of, of your top 20 or so. You know, The people that, that at least are getting called to the front of the stage and cashing a big check, just write them down and add them up manually just to ensure. That way there's not the, the opportunity for a software glitch or whatever that's going to cause kind of some doubt in – in the success of the event, having to go back and restate things, that's that's a simple solution, and I think I, ho I hope KBF listens to that advice moving forward. But I'm sure next year it's on Caddo. It's in the fall. I don't know how Caddo fishes in the fall. I know in the spring it's fire. It's hot fire. Like that's that's a that is a that should be a bucket list lake if it's not already on your bucket list. Pencil that in. Go down there. Throw at cypress trees and catch giant fish. All day long. Uh, I hope that that's you know that's a successful event for them. We'll see how their their tournament trail schedule shakes out for next year. Uh, but you know, good job, good job to Scott Butcher. I said it, Jeff. It's out there. You know, seriously, promote the anglers. I know Jackson. Jackson did a great write up on on one of the pictures that that Scott took of him. You know, like those. Like emotional mornings on the ramp. Like I think it was day two that he took that picture where Jackson's just kind of like clearing his head, praying about the day to follow. Uh, that's, that's the stuff that's gonna, that's gonna 
make this grow, period. Uh, and I know we've had the, the back and forth and, and, you know, some controversy and bad blood, whatever. But grow, growing the sport, pushing the anglers forward, it's got to be angler-driven. And if you don't put the anglers first, you can't put the business first, you can't put your ego first. It's got to be about the anglers. And I hope that all three organizations realize that and, and we really start seeing a push moving forward because that's, I mean, that's what we all need. If, if anybody's going to be able to, to make a, make a real living at this, that's, that's what it's going to take. I think. PKA for life, son. Hey, uh, you know, I, I think all three organizations are going to settle in 2021. You know, bat, this was Bass's first year. Hobie's locked in. KBF's figuring things out. When all the schedules get done, maybe we'll do a show and just break down all three schedules and talk about them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's good that there's options out there. It's all the same anglers pretty much fishing all of them, so we're always pulling for all you guys and yeah. girls out there fishing them. Uh, so, yeah, great great year even with the challenges we've had. Matt, we're so glad that uh, we had you on here and glad to see you pull that win off. I mean, 60K going into the winter in Massachusetts? Mm. I mean, geez. Yeah, man, you know, you got to represent for the Northeast if you're going to go down there to the south. You know That's what I mean? Right. Oh, I can't come, believe somebody you come down swinging. You can't came come into down. Gunnersville and just clean clean the whole slate off. That's that's impressive. Well, hell, we got we got dudes from Indiana winning in Caddo, uh, Massachusetts winning on Gunnersville. Is the Southerner yeah, ever going to win quit. in Natty? That's what I want to know. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Calm down with all that. Talk. I got you. Uh, anything else, Ryan? Before we get out of here, we're pushing up against the hour. Uh, no, I, I mean, thanks everybody for tuning in. Go check out the KBN store. Go check out the Yak Attic store. Next week, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it, Jeff. Ooh. I can't, I can't hold on to secrets. Next week, we have Randy Howell coming on. He just shot a, a Hobie episode with Morgan down on Gunnersville. So you guys will probably see that uh, on Hobie TV next year. Uh, but he's going to come on with us next week. He's going to talk about charity events. He supported Jackson's charity event, which we, Greatly appreciate. That's awesome whenever, you know, a big-time pro angler steps up and, and supports that kayak community. He also has a giveaway of his own. Randy gives away his boat, his tournament boat, every single year. You can buy a chance for 100 bucks, and he does a boat giveaway. Uh, our own kayak angler, Farron Davis, from Middle Tennessee, he won it last year. So he's going to be coming on to talk about uh, the charity, his experience kayak fishing. He and I fished together, you know, a couple times in the past, and uh, – and give us a little insight into into what it's like on his side of the world. So y'all come back next week and check it out. That's huge. Huge. Or huge. 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 Uh, Matt, anything else you want to shout out before we go, man? No, man. I just want to thank you guys for having me on. It was a pleasure. Oh, you're the man. Great interview. A lot of fun, man. Appreciate it. Congrats, you. champ. All right, man. Good thank luck you. in that bass tournament. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We're going to wrap it up. We're going. Thank you all.